morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> you serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. And the Midday Grind coming to you live from Westport Social here till 1. We've got baseball. We've got hockey. We've got you covered here on 590 The Fan. Keep it locked. And if you're out and about, you know, Charlie, I think on Fridays, people don't work real hard. It's sort of like November and March and January. Valentine's Day, All-Star break. Happy Halloween. October for baseball. You have St. Paddy's Day. You have basically, I've always liked to say that, that, uh, Basically Thanksgiving, that break all the way through uh, through New Year's Eve. So it's a I Friday. Feel like you can extend the it back to Halloween, can't you? <laughs> Correct. I mean, why why work hard at the beginning of November even? When Fun do, times of the year. When do things sort of ramp back up in terms of the work? Because it's almost June. Then you take a vacation. Yeah, Flag Day. You shut her down for a little bit. My birthday's in June, so I don't. I can't work then. Yeah. Just birthday work month. hard. Just work hard every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe Thursday if there's not a playoff Maybe game. How about that? I want Maybe Charlie to be. Thursday. I want you to be the business owner. And then they're like, uh, I think we heard you say one time we should just work hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Hey, I would much rather have my employees work hard. Let's say, what about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Oh, you added days. Thursday. You didn't say Thursday. You said okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, now that you're the business owner, no, you added no, Thursday. No. Yep, working my for the mother, man. Yep. My mother, who doesn't understand Twitter. And sometimes listens to the show. She she replied to you. She understands. She, Twitter. Did. she understands how to use it. She doesn't understand your humor. She doesn't understand my jokes. <laughs> but a nurse for forty plus years, she worked three twelve hour days for much of her career. So that's packing in basically a forty hour week in three days. Now you're working hard those three days, obviously. But then you get four days off. I would love to have a schedule. Wouldn't you do like that? that? Wouldn't 100%. You love, I think we have a few producers at Fox too who do a four day week and then they have a ten hour work day. I would love to do that. Oh, I have a friend who's a firefighter. He has 48-hour shifts and then four days off. Look at us complaining about our lives again. I'm not complaining at all. Uh, the point is, it's a great Friday to come on by Westport Social, a couple of drinks, grab some lunch, and get signed up for Blues tickets. We're giving away tickets to tonight's Game 4, just past 7 o'clock. Blues and Sharks. Brian Hoffman, Jimmy Hewer, Martin and Chuck here till 1 o'clock. How about from the panel? Each person's sort of gut or vibe of what you'll see tonight in terms of effort and result with this Blues squad. Starting left to right with myself. Oh, this is good. Like on radio, left to right on your radio Go dial. Left to right. Left to right like on that. your dial. Which I've never understood. I guess it paints a picture for people, but everybody does it. Left to right on your dial. I just say left to right. I don't say the dial. Thing. Oh, you don't say the dial? I just say oh, they're going left to right, sometimes with the wind. It depends on what game you're doing. But does it help people? You know what? Yes, I think it does. This sounds silly, but I had a blind person when I first started doing this tell me they listened. And when they told me they listened because of those things, I became conscious of it. It it, it just blew me away that a blind person said, oh, I love when you call the game and you do it that way. 
it just blew me away. I thought, you know what? I'll just stick with it. Well, Jim? I don't. I don't want to be a wet blanket. To was a really thoughtful point there. Oh, you're gonna make fun of a blind guy. Now. No, Here we go, no. Here we go. No, I already had that happen once, where a guy kept calling the station at night, Fox, asking for the score, asking. I said, can't you just watch the game? He said, well, I'm blind. <laughs> oh, and then no. I said, well, can't you just listen to it? And he said, I don't have a radio. And I was like, it's five four. Deaf. It's five to four. Why, why do you care then? <laughs> right. Uh, no, it was very awkward. But. <laughs> Don't I don't know what side of the stadium you're broadcasting from, right? Let, let's say it's the 49ers hosting the title game. We're going left to right. I'm like, yeah, but what side are you? I don't know. I've overthought it. Go ahead, Chuck. That's fair. We're getting off topic, but I agree with Jimmy Hewer. No, I disagree. People like when we Hold get off on. topic. I like when an announcer or a broadcaster describes everything. The, the batter has a black bat with white batting gloves, red caps, Red, red stirrups. Yes. I like hearing all of that. John Rooney is really good at yes, that. He is. I he think is. it helps paint the picture of the game as you're sitting there in your car listening to the radio. Okay. Blues, Shocks, tonight game That's four. Right. I think for three reasons the Blues will win this game. Number one, at worst, these teams are very evenly matched. Even if you say, okay, the Sharks are a little better, which I don't necessarily think that. It's so evenly matched, I feel like this is going to go back to San Jose, tied at two games apiece. I've said this a million times, but it's true in the playoffs. Whichever team has their backs against the wall, not wanting to go down 3-1, the desperation is on the side of the St. Louis Blues tonight, and they will play just a little harder, shift to shift, knowing that if they fall behind 3-1 and can get eliminated Sunday in San Jose, they obviously don't want that to happen. And number three, I don't care if anybody disagrees with me, you know that the Blues are going to get some favorable 50-50 calls because they got jobbed in Game 3. I don't care what anybody says, and a lot of people on Twitter disagree with me. If you don't watch a basketball game and think that officials try to even out the fouls, if you don't watch a hockey game, and if one team gets a questionable penalty, right, and they get a power play, that officials don't try to even out the power plays in a game, I think you're going to, you're going to see some of that with the officials, knowing that the Blues got jobbed in Game 3. For those three reasons, the Blues win tonight, let's say, Four, three. Going left or right on your screen, Blues start with eight guys on the ice, and the Sharks only have three. <laughs> Kenny Alvarez says, and the Blues will begin on a ten-minute power play. Colin Campbell has just issued a statement apologizing, and all the beer tonight is free. Other than that, we didn't screw up. <laughs> I do agree with the idea that there'll be some makeups. They'll be subtle, but you'll be like, that was obvious. They're tr like they're gonna fifty-fifty. Any chance that they have to give the Blues a call, I think it will happen. By the way, the officials, I was told the way it works, you have four sets of officials mm -hmm. all assigned to the conference finals, Eastern, Western, and they rotate those four groups through the two series. So it wasn't going to be the same group tonight anyway, but obviously it won't be, and I don't know. I think Strickland had a note saying that they weren't going to be working the rest of the playoffs. Just coincidental, though. Had yeah. nothing to do with yeah, the other night. Right. But they right. weren't they scheduled just, They just needed a rest. Busy time of year. Oh, yeah. I think they'll be energized, and I think the way Craig Bruby wanted to handle it, instead of, like, talking about it, probably internally they are pissed, and it took away from what was, as Chris Kerber pointed out, a really well-played game, thrilling game. So, I, And I also think I play the due card a lot. I think Bennington is due to play really well, not just quietly have a good game, but I think he's due – to play really well. I hope I'm not wrong about that. I hope it's not fatigue because here's a guy who's been all of a sudden playing a ton of hockey. But I think he's due to, instead of yeah. one of those games where we don't talk about it, but he ends up giving up one or two goals, I think maybe more dynamic tonight. Yeah, I'm on you. Guys. I'm on with the Blues winning. 
Uh, but I do think this thing's going to be a roller coaster again. I just think these two teams are too evenly matched, and there's going to be a couple moments in here where you're going to Blues are down, and you're going, oh, my gosh, you're staring 3-1 in the face. You can't go. The but I think they're going to find a way to win this game. They're going to go on a stretch again like they have when they're playing really well where the Sharks can't buy a shot on goal. There is a 10-, 12-minute stretch where they're dominating the game. That's where they got to score their goal or two. And, and get themselves a two-goal lead in this game at all costs. They had a two-goal lead in the other night. They win the game. It doesn't even get to overtime. Uh, I, I do think the Blues are going to win, though. I I just do think San Jose is going to push. They're going to push hard. And they're going to they're going to probably have the lead at some point in this game, somehow, some way. But the Blues find a way to win. Uh, and I just have a feel that the fourth line is going to play a factor again tonight. Uh, Last week we said I thought Steen was going to do something. He's due to start making it. I mean, he was disappeared for a long period of time. That fourth line is going to make a difference tonight. They're going to come up with a goal or two. I think the Blues win because of Martin Jones. I think they mm. seem to have a number on how to shoot at him to get goals. And it all seems to be high, kind of around the shoulders. Yep. They seem to have a really good read on how to get the puck past them, and I think that's why they take tonight's game. All numbers can be spun in different directions. Yep. The Blues' first two series with Jets and Stars were both 2-2 after four. Now, they also led 2-1 in both of those series, <laughs> so they've lost each of the game fours. I don't think that really matters. The home record is 3-5 and five this postseason. However, that final minute the other night, I was getting ready to tweet, you know, something profound, of course. But I was going to point out, despite all the talk about the problems at home, you win the other night, and I thought they were about to. Yeah, we all They did. would have been 4-2 and two in their last six at home because they dropped those first two to Winnipeg. And since then, you had a chance to right the ship. You could have been 4-2 and two in your last six at home. Again, you could take those numbers, spin them wherever you want, but this is a home game you have to win. If you lose three, I'm sorry, you could be 6-2-2 blue. You could be as optimistic as you want. You go down 3-1, have it win twice out there, including a game seven. That's what you're putting yourself into if you don't win tonight. Craig Ruby's not going to say it's a must win. I'm saying it's a must win. Absolutely, it's a must win. Yep, agreed. Uh, Texter's part of the show at 855-282-8255. That. 855-8255. Yeah, what he said, what he said. And if you're in the building, it's even more fun if you can actually – Text the show and comment on something taking place. We are all we all are sort of on display here, like the mannequin in the window. Luckily, nobody's paying any attention to us, <laughs> which is what I would recommend. Enjoy your lunch at Westport Social Appliance Discounters. Getting real close to the grand opening for their seventh location. That one will serve the Maplewood, Richmond Heights area, Deer Creek Plaza, right off Laclede Station Road. <laughs> and the unique thing about this newest location. The colors being offered, unique, bold colors for your appliances. They are calling it the art of appliance. How cool is that? Theappliancediscounters.com, seventh location, coming your way June 1st. Whether it's Frigidaire, GE, Electrolux, Samsung, LG, all the biggest names at the lowest prices, that's how they do it. Whether it's an entire kitchen or just a washer or dryer or a fridge, whatever you need, find them in Baldwin, St. Charles, South County, Webster Groves, City of St. Louis and in Fairview Heights, Illinois, or on the web, theappliancediscounters.com. Text line 855-282-8255. Larry the Cam Girl says, Charlie looks engaged in the conversation. 
must be offering trades again, fantasy baseball <laughs> trades. That's not true. I'm very engaged here. Are we being spied on here? I think now, so. now, now I think people this are just going to text in and make stuff up as if they're here. Uh, Hockey Bob, not here yet. Oh, here oh can you give us a specific, like, what time he's arriving? Because I might says, have stuck out a little early. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope the Blues don't emulate the 85 Redbirds with the old Dankinger he's talking about. Flashback. Where it did seem to devastate yeah, them. Did. Yeah. Think about this. I, I said this in the last hour. A lot of those happen in game six is where the game seven, this is early in the series. Correct. I don't necessarily know that it's going to be the same feel. And that's where I 100% agree. We talked about it yesterday. If the Blues win this series, we probably never talk about the hand pass ever again. If they if they win the series. Yeah. If they lose the series, then add it to the lore of Dankinger, fifth down, kick six, and all those other famous St. Louis and Missouri bad moments. Yeah, if Will Middlebrooks is on a Boston show, they don't want, remember that time you interfered? Was it with yeah. Alan Craig? Wow, and remember that? Name. Wow. And there's, there's no chance it even comes up right. anymore. So that's what you want to make this. You want to make this an afterthought. Just go out and play well. And I think that's the message in the room. Splashback says there's a good fantasy baseball team name for Charlie. How about Shut Her Down? Shut Her Down. I'm tired of this narrative, okay, that I don't care. Okay, because I do care sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I do care sometimes. <laughs> it's a big shutter down Friday here <laughs> at Westport Social. All right, Blues fans chime in on the text line. Cardinal fans, you're probably a little quiet right now. 590 baseball coming up at 1, a lot of breakdown. Hoff had that stat that said, and it, it felt right, Jordan Hicks has not had a save opportunity in the month of May. How often? How in off? the middle of the month That's now. Today is the, what is today? 17th, 17th. of May. He pitched the other night because, well, he needed to pitch. Was it last night that he pitched? Yes. For I forget. Because I look up I and a lot of times I go, ooh, is that guy in? Ooh, no, is he still losing. here? You did get some Leon Gregerson work because Thank the game God. seemed to be out of hand. And then they made sure it was out of hand. The Luke Gregerson signing doesn't get the same coverage that the Brett Cecil signing does. But it did seem to be a waste of money. And I understand some of that's hindsight because he was injured last year. But they gave him a two-year deal at the time, which seemed unnecessary. I think what you guys just talked about with Jordan Hicks brings up a very interesting argument that we had back in the day in the playoffs where Buck Showalter didn't pitch Zach Britton. And, and here's the question. If you're only saving your best reliever for save situations, right, and then you, you read off the stat that the man hasn't pitched in a save situation and has barely pitched at all in a month, would it not make more sense? I mean, over the weekend, didn't they lose two games 2-1 two to one, to the Pirates? Yep. Does it not make more sense to bring in your ace reliever, let's say let's say in the 6th or the 7th, to use him in a game where you could potentially win that game as opposed to, to waiting till the ninth inning, which may never actually happen of you having a lead, right? But I now, mean, he's a weapon for you. Yeah. But I'm looking. I'm trying to look back at those games and remember the moment. But, but they're two-one games. They correct. lost two. No, I understand. And they lost one game. I mean, ten-six, but they had a six-three lead and men on right in a crucial situation. Game. It went to Brebbia. Maybe that's the situation you go to Hicks instead. Right. Maybe. And granted, now it's almost a week later where it's excessive. But even at that time, he hadn't had really valuable work. And I thought that was going to be Mike Schultz's calling card. Like, be kind of creative. Like, whenever. I think what happens with all managers is they do sort of fall into the old routine or whatever. Like, you don't change your lineup much. You don't do this. And gratuitous plug, the latest Tony Talk, the podcast, which you can get at scoopswithdannymac.com, we talked about 
you know, when do you shake it up? When do you know? And he said, you do have to be careful because your team thinks that if you panic, then they feel the panic. I think this is a little different. This is a stretch where Shield has shown confidence for a long time, and now the room might almost be looking around waiting for something fresh, something different. I think they're desperate for something fresh right yeah. now. I think the players I really like, do because, it, look, four out of, I, what was it, a four out of 19 or three out of 19, whatever the number is, they've only won lately. It's you got three and eleven. Three and eleven. Since May May first, they were they were a winner, and they were twenty and ten. Since then, three and eleven. At that point, even the guys in the clubhouse going, "Hey, you know what? This isn't working. We need something different." And it's up to our guy, our leader, who's really been good about sticking by us. But now we need a little something. Who's our guy? Bobby Valentine. Bobby V. He took the lineup. He threw the names (laughs) in a hat and drew them. And I. This is one of those days. I think you should do that. Let Yachty lead off. Who the hell knows? I love that. And I think we do this all the time with managers that we sometimes think like just the manager being there, all of a sudden the team will be really good, right? It always comes down to the players on the field and what they're doing. And you look at the Cardinals pitching staff, and I'm close to admitting that I was wrong here. I would like to see what happens. Oh, the rotation's not good. I would like to see what happens if you put a Gant in there and a Carlos Martinez in a couple weeks, hopefully. But, again, I'm definitely trending towards being wrong. But look at their rotation. Okay, Miles Michaelis has pitched well lately. And if you just focus on ERAs, 3.83. Okay, that's decent, Miles Michaelis. Flaherty, Wainwright, Waka, Hudson. We're talking 4.34, 4.75, 4.93, 4.61. That is basically league average or a little worse for the rest of the four guys in that rotation. Then go to the bullpen. You basically have three guys that you can count on that have been good, and that is Hicks, Gant, and Brebbia. Basically everybody else, Leon. Miller, Gallegos has been decent, we'll say, but Webb, go on down the line. He has one starting pitcher that's been good, you'd say, in Michaelis. I'm not saying Flaherty won't be good, but he hasn't yet. And you have three relievers. So think about that. He basically right now has four guys he can count on that have pitched well in 2019. Well, I don't think people are blaming him for the result as much as now they're blaming him for not trying to alter the result. And just looking at what you're saying is, boy... We don't have a lot of great options there, but my lineup has also been really off for the most part. So maybe I can do something to kind of, if nothing else, breathe a little life into a team that maybe isn't that good. The Jimmys and the Joes, right? It's not the X's and the O's. The Jimmys and the Joes. I like that. I like now, that. Now, is that like a Michael Irvinism or it something? It feels but like a Jimmy Johnson type quote. But look, what if in a couple weeks you inserted John Gant and Carlos Martinez into the rotation and you took off one of the three guys that you'd want to take off if they're in the conversation. You're not taking out Michaelis. You're not taking out Flaherty. But either Wainwright, Waka, Dakota Hudson, right, if you turn one of those guys into a long man in the bullpen, Dakota Hudson was good in the bullpen last year. Like I said, John Gant is filthy. If you watch him pitch, Mm -hmm. I mean, he is nasty. So why use him for 20 innings if you can use him for potentially 180 over the course of a season? He's one of their best pitchers. And Carlos Martinez, I hope he can make it back to the rotation healthy right now you need to change it up i think a major complaint about the cardinals that has been consistent and has been a huge issue and chuck you've touched on this before is how often do you have your best 25 players in your 25 man roster you uh, can you tell me that any that dakota hudson right now is better than austin gomber can you tell me that anyone in your bullpen a dominic leone a luke gregerson even a tyler webb how about ponce are they better than ponce de leon or Helsley. or even ryan hell right and, and that's my issue the issue with the Cardinals in recent years has been just sticking with the same old, same old 
hoping it would work. Kind what, get when by. did things turn around last year for a brief time? It turned around when you finally punted on guys like Greg Holland and you brought up some guys from Memphis and you just shifted around some parts and suddenly they played better because you had better players on the roster. Now what are you doing now? You're sticking with guys you gave bad contracts to because you don't want to admit you're wrong. That's why Luke Gregerson is still on the roster. That's why Dominic Leone is still trying to figure things out in major league games while getting rocked. It's not working. And, and I get that maybe things will turn around with the offense. Maybe the pitching will turn it around. But this is the stretch in September we're going to look at and realize where things stopped working for the Cardinals and where they buried themselves too far in the standings. 100%. And that's I where, look, if, if they, and they probably will, if they make a surge, if, if a Gantt or a Carlos Martinez all of a sudden in the rotation, if Matt Carpenter gets hot, and he probably will, but then the same old story the last three years, oh, that last week we were in it, and then we finished two games out or one game out. You're going to look back to the fact that you took a long time to leave the same old guys in there, and as Hoff said, you're always playing the contracts. Yes. Leone and Gregerson, you made the deals. Sometimes you just got to move on, and you got to play the guys that can get people out, and that is more likely a Helsley, a a Ponce, a Gomber, at least give it a shot. At least try and see what they can do. The Cardinals play, quote-unquote, in a small market. They don't play in Boston or New York or L.A., but they have the, the revenue and the dollars of a large market team. And with that, you need to act like a large market team. And that means you have to eat money that doesn't need to play. What the Red Sox have done recently, they said Sandoval's not one of our best players. Let's just dump him. Same with the Hanley Ramirez, not one of our best players. He doesn't belong on this team. And guess what? They're better for it because that allowed them to bring up better players to succeed on the major league level. The Cardinals aren't doing that, and it's costing them. Cards are in Texas this weekend. Interleague play. Careful with that bullpen phone. You might see Zipchinski come into a game when it wasn't intended. <laughs> hey, it's me, Tony LaRusso. Get me Zepchinski. You that, say Lynn? You say Lynn? No, Zepchinski. Is Lynn is on the Rangers, is he not? He's not pitching good. this weekend. Okay. Now there's Shelby but Miller. Saying, shoved, was it last right. night? But Lynn I'm saying, last night. what's your percentage, what's your percentage, that the cat will have a sit-down with Lance oh, Lynn on the pregame show tonight. 100%. Million Thank you. I hope he does it every day. And what if they call the bullpen and actually get Lance Lynn up just, just out joke. of habit, Hoff, potentially? Look at last night. Lance Seven Lynn. innings, one earned, six hits, five strikeouts. Night before, Lance seven innings, Lynn. three earned, one hit, eight strikeouts. Now, I have him Aren't on fantasy. Walk? Oh, to be fair. He shut has, her down. He, no, look. He has two ridiculously terrible outings this year where he's given up eight runs and seven runs. Five. So his ERA is terrible. Relatively speaking, it's what, 4.94. But he's actually been pretty darn good in most of his starts. All right, inside baseball. No, 590 baseball. 590 I'm baseball. sorry I relabeled it. I'm wow. sorry. 590 baseball. Wow. More of that coming up. It's the midday sludge. <laughs> at the top of the hour, <laughs> 1 o'clock. <laughs> Look at this real quick. I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> What's going on? On what? this uh, NHL Network radio, the guy Brian just Burke. has. Is that his tie? It's just untied? Or is that his uh, shirt? Yeah. Those that, suspenders? That, that's Brian Burke, yeah. He just came in from a bender. <laughs> the the NHL Network has a lot of guys, older <laughs> older white guys that look like your uncle that was drunk at the wedding. Or somebody from they The do. Sopranos. Like yeah, he looks or, like yes. he could be on The Sopranos. He looks like Doc Santoro from The Sopranos. Long-time yeah, right. GM yeah. in the I NHL. I saw Mike Milbury when he was the GM of the Islanders come in one morning for a morning skate. It looked like he had been out all night long. I love that. And he walked right by. Nobody said anything. And somebody was on the broadcast, no longer there right now. Said, looked at me, said, and jokingly, "Did you see the homeless guy?" I looked like I said, "No, that's Milbury." And he's, he's still he's kind like, of oh. broadcast like that too. Like he's, you know, 
I mean, coming in Hill, <laughs> it looked Islanders. like he had never gone to bed and just walked in at nine in the morning. It happens. He was that's listening. Why, he was listening to Chuck. That's just why to I love down the hill. Last shot. Back to Nobody control. cares. Stanley Cup final game winner hand pass. And the See Cardinals have won the 67 World Series. Now a word from Grisadick. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find that audio. All right, coming to you live from Westport Social. The hijinks will continue all the way up until uh, Baseball Weekly at the top whoa, of the air. I mean, whoa. sorry. I will not abide by this. This week in baseball. This week in baseball, hard Niners. <laughs> this hour brought to you in part, Charlie, by STL Lawn Care. Let me tell you, love STL Lawn Care. Check them out on the web, stllawncare.com. Call my guy, Tim Jankerson. At 314-974-5911 or email him. It is tim at stlawncare.com. This is the second year STL Lawn Care has worked on my yard, and it looks fantastic. It's so green. I do need to cut it today. I'm going to right after the show, but it's so green. Two years ago, we had the weeds, the patches of brown spots there. Plus, my grass just wasn't very green and healthy. Now it looks, Martin, you guessed it, fantastic. That rich green color, it's plush. The dirt patches are gone. New grass is growing. And yesterday, they came in with the black tie mulch. You need to freshen up your mulch. I say freshen, freshen it, it up. up. Freshen up the mulch. They did that yesterday. It looks fantastic to freshen up the flower beds and all that with the mulch. So they do the mulch, the mowing, landscaping, leaf removal, mosquito and bug control, plus retaining walls. It is STL Lawn Care. On the web, stllawncare.com. Call Tim Jankerson, 314-974-5911, or email Tim. It is Tim at stllawncare.com. Let me tell you, Martin, my grass, it is on point, baby. It is on point. I wanna, on point. We're going to start. It's on point. What's Chuck's it? Daily. On what now? And also look at the Smash Burger. The Daily Fantastic Five with look Chuck. Look at this cheeseburger from Westport Social. Are you uh, kidding me? And I'm healthy because I could have got fries. I said, no, Aww. give me a side salad. It cancels each other out. Smash burger. Can I'm playing it? for the tie. Smash right burger. Right, Get yourself a burger. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sharks, we're going to bite your ass tonight. All right, buddy. <laughs> we'll come back. We're going to check with Jackie Smith. Great event going on in Perryville this weekend. The Hall of Famer will update us next live from Westport Social. It is the Midday Grind. It's